podcast every day until I get a job my new podcast that I started yesterday um, first of all I'd like to thank everyone who listened to yesterday's podcast because uh, the feedback I got made me feel very good it's as I just checked there it's at 199 plays in the last 24 hours which is a ridiculous amount way more than I should have been afforded and I've also discovered that today is International Podcast Day, which uh, is very exciting because this is a podcast. So I'm going to share today's episode on Instagram and Twitter like I did yesterday, but I will not be sharing them from here on. Maybe I will every couple of episodes, but for the most part, I will not be sharing them on any social app for the most part so if you can i'd appreciate it if you just uh, subscribe to it i added the podcast to stitcher which is a podcast I'd, app i use it should be on tune in soon and it's on acast if it's not on your preferred podcast app then let me know please and i'll get it added uh but yeah it'll be up to you to keep track of them and i hope you will keep keep track of them because I'm going to keep doing them as much as possible because they're fun to do. As I said yesterday, they're more like a voice note. I'm just going to have an unedited daily talk into a microphone about things that I haven't planned. So, yeah, thanks. to l- I added it to Stitcher and it was very exciting to see my podcast on Stitcher because that's where I get other people's podcasts mine was there so I listened to it I wasn't very happy with some bits for example I forgot to put the intro music at the outro which I suppose that doesn't really matter though because it's over by that point I forgot to shout out Donna Sogru for messing for making the uh, theme music it's Takeshi's sample Takeshi's castle sample I really appreciate Donna giving me that to uh, use as the intro music so shout out him and thanks to Colin from Hosu for making the Henry de Hoover image thing that I shared today's image was made by Hugh Heffernan so my friend Hugh he's a legend and he's a really good graphic designer so look him up uh, he's a really good graphic designer so you should look him up uh, so I l- after listening to yesterday's podcast though I kinda there was something I meant to say on it uh about podcasts and i'm sorry to talk about podcasts on the podcast again but there is a certain comfort to podcasts as companions and there are some podcasts that i basically use as companions ones that i know are going to be easy listens that i just throw on 
whenever I need something to fill my ears. There's something very comforting about hearing people speak about literally anything. So I hope that you can kind of use this podcast as your companion through the big scary world, I suppose. And you can listen to me also try and navigate it daily. If you just keep uh, stick with us. <coughs> Speaking of companions, I'd like to talk about dating apps. <coughs> Sorry, I had to clear my throat. I move away from the mic to clear my throat. Chocolate rain. But um, dating apps. So I started using dating apps a long time ago. Um, when I was in college, Tinder was the OG. Everyone was using Tinder. It was good crack for a while, but it was never really that successful. But sure, didn't really matter. It was like twenty two. Uh, and it was fine. Tinder was a good app to use at the time, I suppose. Then I kind of stopped using them because I realized that I don't really perform well on them because I don't have a good catalog of photos. And I also kind of have a protective shield. I'm afraid to engage with those apps sincerely. I kind of have a protective layer of sarcasm or irony on using them because they're scary. Scary to open open up to people. So I stopped using Tinder for a bit and I would just hand my mother my phone and let her go through because she enjoyed it more than I did. So that was one period of Tinder. And then I stopped using it altogether. I'd randomly download it when I just felt hungover mainly. And then Bumble came along. Bumble, so the conceit of Bumble is that other people use, or other people use, what am I talking about? The girl has to message you, which is great because one of the problems of Tinder is getting any response off anyone who you've matched with. And my thinking is if you've matched, then surely there's some interest there so it's okay to say hello now i know the accepted convention on tinder is that you in you introduce yourself with like a a kind of a a witty quip or like some sort of a chat up line that seems to be the accepted norm i just like to say hello or hi how are you? Because that's how I start all my podcasts or not conversations. But I started all my podcasts like that actually as well. Saying hello. I didn't say how are you because you can't respond. But how are you? I hope you're doing well. Person listening to this. If you're in your car, keep your eyes on the road. If you're on a bike, wear a helmet. If you're at home making dinner, then just chop those onions, man. But on Bumble, the common the person has to speak to you first which is good because I don't want to make the initial contact I'd rather be initially contacted and Bumble is had was kind of good crack for a bit but then I deleted that too then everyone was on about an app called Hinge saw ads for Hinge it was the app that you're going to delete because you'd be so successful so on Tinder and Bumble, you swipe right, and if the other person swipes right new, then you both match with each other. 
which I feel is a nice way for that to work because it means you both have an interest. Sorry, be on again. I hope you're on along with me. Um, it means you both have an interest in each other. You both swipe right. You're put in contact with each other. On Hinge, however, you have to like other people's photos or like their comments. And then it goes through to their profile and then they can decide if they want to engage with you. Which is basically the same. You might as well just ask, go up to someone and ask them on a date in that case. Because they haven't, it's constant unsolicited contact which is what the other apps are kind of against or what or, or it's not a part of the other apps whereas hinge is unsolicited unsolicited contact you're just messaging you're just liking people's things then they get a notification saying uh jack brawley has liked your comment and then you, you can leave a comment if you want in response i suppose or you can like their photos which just seems a bit weird uh, so I didn't really like Hinge. So I deleted my account. But I'd like to say good luck to everyone on the dating apps. For. Uh, in their love lives and etc. And I hope they, they say the same to me. Because I won't be using them anymore. I do have Bumble on my phone actually. And I have my phone here. I'm going to go through Bumble. So there's certain kinds of profiles. People like so there's certain things people like to mention on their profiles: dogs, traveling, uh, coffee, pizza, and uh, what else? Pints or drinking. So, here's a few, an example of a few profiles. This person's called Alice. Uh, they're a medical student. So there's a rundown of all the things they want. They have an undergraduate degree. Congrats. They drink socially. No, it's always socially. No one says frequently. Smoking, never. I just had a cigarette there, so I don't know if we'd work out. Cats, love them. She's looking for a relationship. She wants children someday. Sagittarius, liberal and agnostic. Real nerd about video games and music. Uh puts up their zombie apocalypse plan so best look to you alice this person's called roisin here we go coffee sitting in the sun so that's a combo of two things being outside slash outdoors slash house traveling and coffee there's a picture of her with her dog favorite quality in a person's sense of humor and then there's some pictures and then spotify is linked and ten walls are on it. I'm pretty sure ten walls was like. There was a whole thing about ten walls being a bit homophobic. So uh, keep away from that. This person's from Leakslip. That's all the info they have. This person. There's a picture of her drinking a pint of Guinness. <coughs> and with a dog. Drinking wine. Isabel. Uh, she's active. She has an undergraduate degree. She drinks socially and she's a Gemini. There she is drinking wine again. After work you can find me in the sea. That's actually a good one because I like the ocean. Still not over Vine ending. Great comment. Okay, Vine was the best. 
actually. My favourite Vine person ever is Gabriel Gundacker. You should look up his Vines. They're very funny. They're also kind of... They're not wholesome, but they're... See, the thing about comedy is it's gone from people trying to be funny to know if you watch any stand-up comedy special on Netflix. The stand-up comic kind of has a section of it where they're like people are getting too offended these days and I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about my stand-up comedy it's like okay if you didn't give a shit then why are you saying it fuck off do you know what I mean and also maybe you should listen to the people who are being offended because you might be saying something that's not bad it's like comedy can't have limits and I mean if you believe that then Make your comedy without limits and say whatever you want. But just remember that you're just going to have to deal with the consequences of what you've said. And that's, I think, the thing that people are running away from. Back to Bumble. Okay, let's see. This person says, Fiona. Gigs, hikes, coffee, photography. There we go. Hikes and coffee again. Also likes The Office Season 5. Uh, loves pasta. And they're from Galway. And they have their Spotify. And they have Lizzo, which I like. And the Wolf Tones, which is funny. I like the Wolf Tones, I suppose. I this person says that their name is Leanne. Uh, they're post-grad. They drink socially. They have no animals. They don't smoke. They want children. They're Leo. Uh, they're there at Disneyland. Disneyland is a good spot, in fairness. No, I know. It's a it's like a shrine to everything I should hate, but uh, it's kind of cool. I remember being there and I really enjoyed being there. Pro and con of dating me. Pro, I could talk to you about anything that wouldn't put me in prison. Okay. I can talk to you about anything that wouldn't put me in prison. And the con of dating her is she works on shifts and weekends. I can talk to you about anything that wouldn't put me in prison. Does that mean she has a burning desire to talk about things that might put her in prison? Next person has no bio. It's photos of them on hikes. This person has no bio as well, but has linked their Instagram. People who link their Instagrams have an extra level of confidence. I would never be able to do that. Um, let's see another one see you go through these and there's a certain point and this is nothing against the people on them by the way everyone's just doing their best I have nothing against any of these people Uh, I just don't think they'd like me but the thing about it is after, you're going, after you go through a part of a certain amount of them you don't know what you're attracted to anymore you don't know what's real and you don't even know you it's like okay here's another one the quickest way to my heart is pizza there you go another pizza one so they all follow a similar kind of idea and the spotify things are always fairly similar as well and like that's fine there's i don't mean anything against the people i just mean that you just keep going through all these profiles and at a certain point, everyone is the same. And it's impossible to distinguish anyone from anyone else. 
so that's why I deleted them and I've decided to stop using dating apps my friend Falvi brought over his dog yesterday and I have to tell you this dog is amazing um, it's a little tiny terrier thing but the thing that this dog does that I didn't realise that or I've never seen any other dog do is you throw the ball to him and he has like perfect close control like Zinedine Zidane if you if you haven't even if you're not a fan of football actually take a moment to just pause this podcast and go on YouTube and look up uh, Zinedine Zidane close control or best touches amazing like art he was amazing at controlling the ball this dog is as amazing as Zinedine Zidane at close control I threw the ball to him he put his legs up to control it because he couldn't catch it with his mouth because it was too big and he every time off his chest off his paw lands right in front of him picks it up it was incredibly incredibly impressive for such a tiny dog to have such perfect control i suppose a better example would be leo messi because leo messi is also quite small um and has fairly good control and a low center of balance so it might be the low center of balance of the dog that uh gave him such good close control but i was very 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 impressed with this dog's close control so i'd like to thank falvi for bringing his dog over yesterday because it, it it gave my day uh a bit of a boost i've been playing a lot of a card game called gwent uh it's like hearthstone and it's actually from the game the witcher tree i would recommend it if you're look in the market for a card game i've been playing it a lot on my phone i have a fairly good deck and i think i'm pretty good at it at this point and i've been destroying people other people in it i've been losing to my friends though so i need to get a bit better uh, I don't know why I brought up Gwent. I just I was I had was closing Bumble and I saw Gwent and I just said, "Oh, I'll um, I'll read about Gwent." It's also International Podcast Day. I don't know if I mentioned that. So thank you for listening to my podcast today on International Podcast Day. I can listen to my, I can hear my housemate listening to the Prodigy. It's the tune Omen. It's a good tune. Um, R.I.P. Creep Flint. He left a lasting legacy everyone likes the prodigy i used to dj in uh Coslo's when i was in college and i'd play the prodigy especially on a saturday night because the 30 year old people who'd be there would be begging for smack my bitch up so i'd play it for them uh but i enjoyed djing Coslo's. one thing that people say about djing Coslo's is Oh, do they just have the same playlist every night? But what you don't realise by being on the other side of the DJ booth in Costello's is that if you don't play the same thing every night, literally, people will come up to you and just absolutely do their best to tell you you're a piece of shit and go, why do you not? Why are you not playing the tunes that I expected to hear here? So you're actually way safer to just play the music that people want in Costello's rather than playing anything else because people go there to hear the music that they want to hear and even the people who say is it just the pl- same play play playlist every night 
are going there to hear the playlist that they're expecting to hear and to go dance to Chop Suey and stuff. And dance to... What else did we used to play? I used to play the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme. Everyone loved that. You know, just silly songs like that that everyone can sing along to because they're drunk, they're drinking Bavaria, they've been playing beer pong downstairs. Beer pong, actually, in the era of COVID, is something that I've looked back on and it disturbs me. And I never really thought about it deeply, but have you noticed you're playing beer pong, you're throwing the ball, it's rolling across the floor, you're picking it up. Everyone's got their hands on it. People are rolling around giving the ball a kiss before they throw it because that might guide it into the points better. Then to clean the ball, you're using one glass of water that all of the germs have been washed into. which, And then throwing it as if it's clean. That when I think about that in a in a post COVID world, it disturbs me. Also, when people try to shake my hand, now I kind of I kind of take my pull my hand away. I'm like, don't shake my hand. I actually had a f- a list of topics that I would have discussed on the podcast, but right. So, a few weeks ago, I went to Fnor to my friend Dave's house. It's a class house. It's a primary school. It's an old primary school of Fnor that's been turned into a house, and the view is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It, uh, you can't take your eyes off it. And there was also a really, really muscly bull that I can actually send you photos of if you want. If you get in contact with me, I will send you a photo of the muscly bull. Um, I went there, and there was a bar. My friend Chris hooked up his beers and we drank loads of them and just had a great night listening to Italo Disco and when I woke up the next day my phone the the network on my phone wasn't working it wouldn't connect to any network so my phone was basically a glorified tablet that could only be used in Wi-Fi zones which was incredibly frustrating incredibly frustrating because I couldn't listen to music while I was walking around town Except for things that were on my phone. Which is one naive TED tune. And I couldn't text people while I was out. Or get texts. I'd have to go to the goth Burger King. There's a goth Burger King in town. It's a black Burger King. The goth Burger King. I'd stand outside it. And I'd have to connect to their Wi-Fi. In order to get into contact with anyone. Which wasn't... A very handy way to be going around town because I could be anywhere and I'd be like shit I better get to Burger King to see if I got any texts or somewhere else with Wi-Fi but that I don't have to go into that I can connect to from outside thankfully you can do that at Burger King anyways the network stopped working on my phone and I had to take it to Tree and they wiped it and fixed it so now it's fixed but I lost all my podcast uh, topics which I was going to discuss such as well, I remember one of them was about the guards why are they such bastards and I haven't really talked much about it I haven't had many interactions with the guards in a long time thankfully but they don't they walk around like they want you to create a problem 
So I just keep away from them. I always worry that they're going to trick me or something. Although I went on J1 to New York and the cops over there have guns and I couldn't stop staring at their guns every time I walk past them. But um, another one was sexiest currencies, which I might do now. What are the sexiest currencies? No, I can't because I'll have to do more research into sexy, sexy currencies. Um, actually, so recently I discovered uh, these books about crabs off this Twitter page called Panel Pulp to just post pulp things. So they're covers from the crab series by Guy N. Smith. The first book is called Crabs, the Human Sacrifice. It's a picture of a crab holding a knife. Kind of like how that crab was smoking a cigarette on the internet the other day, if anyone saw that. Second one's called Crabs on the Rampage. And it's a crab. Looks like he's in Ireland. He looks like he's about to go on the rampage. Next one's called The Killer Krebsa, which is Killer Crabs. I don't know if that one's in German. And the last one is called Crabs Moon. And the... Subtitle is, Tonight Your Most Terrifying Dreams Will Come True. Four books that I'm very interested to read. Uh, to see what happens. And I'd like to know what the crabs... How the, how the crabs are even... Um, personified in it. Or what kind of... What kind of personalities they have anyways this guy guy n smith who wrote him uh he has an interesting wikipedia so i just want to tell you some things about him he was born 21st november 1939 he's still alive he lives in staffordshire he was an english writer best known for his pub fiction style horror though he has also written non-fiction softcore pornography and children's literature so he's truly a jack of all trades he can write any kind of a book um, his parents were novelists as well. He has over a thousand short stories and magazine articles published. He's written a series of children's books under the pseudonym Jonathan Guy, two thrillers under the name Gavin Newman, and a dozen non fiction books on various countryside matters. However, he's best known for his 70 or so horror books. And. The Penguin Encyclopedia of Horror and the Supernatural considers Smith's horror novels endearing, imbued with lively storytelling and the tacky brilliance of the horror and science fiction cinema of the 1950s. Um, and Okay, and then another. Some people think they're the worst. The worst ever uh, novels ever written. It says, on the other hand, the horror critic R.S. Hadji included Smith's novel The Sucking Pit on the list of the worst horror novels ever written. And <laughs> he's a lifelong pipe smoker. He won the British Pipe Smoking Championship in 2003. He collects pipes and smoking ephemera and has also written a book on tobacco, Tobacco Culture, a DIY Guide. He is also an active pro-smoking campaigner. He's a pro-smoking campaigner. Right. 
Anyways, I want to see his selected bibliography. So he has a werewolf series, Werewolf by Moonlight, Return of the Werewolf, the Son of a Werewolf. His crab series. Oh, there's more crabs. There's more crab books. Okay. I like crabs. I love eating crab. I like looking at crabs. They're really easy to catch. Um, I've caught loads of them because I used to go fishing with my dad. And you just drop a line, they just like grab onto it. So the the total of the crab series, which I was talking about later, was Night of the Crabs, Killer Crabs, The Origin of the Crabs. Oh, I'll have to read that one first. Crabs on the Rampage, Crabs Moon, Crabs the Human Sacrifice, Crabs Fury, which is a graphic novel, Killer Crabs The Return. And he has a Crabs on the bus as well. And then he has Crab Short Stories. This man loves both smoking and crabs, it seems. He has a Truckers series, he has a Thirst, Death Bell, Pit, uh, he has some books with Jonathan Guy, he has the story of an urban fox, he he wrote the novelization of Disney films, so he wrote the novelization of the Disney film Sleeping Beauty, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Song of the South, was that not a racist, I think there was some racist stuff in that was it, I don't know, sorry, I haven't, and the legend of Sleepy Hollow. He did. <laughs> so he actually did official Disney books. He was a pro smoking campaigner. And he loves crabs. Here are some of the titles of his softcore pornography books. Now if if I don't know what you're doing while you listen to this podcast. Before I read these. But one thing. You're probably in your car. Or on, a, on this international podcast day actually. You might be on a on a bus or you're walking around the place or it doesn't really matter what you're up to uh you could throw this podcast on while you're having sex it could make the vibe better to have me uh kind of stumbling over my words and stuff i don't know if that's something uh you'd be interested in doing no i know i was talking about tinder earlier so this is the sex themed episode so this is the softcore pornography books these are the titles of the books okay Sexy Secrets of Swinging Wives Part 1 The Partner Swappers Sexy Confessions of a Relief Nurse He wrote that under the pseudonym Wendy Davis Sexy Confessions of a Games Mistress He wrote that as Joan Hudson Sexy Confessions of a Bank Clerk (laughs) He wrote that as Peter Lynch So he obviously thinks the names match the jobs Because I can imagine a Peter Lynch being a bank clerk I actually watched Dog Day Afternoon recently and that's about bank clerks. It's really good. Sexy Confessions of a Secretary as Patricia Matthews. Sexy Confessions of a Pop Performer as Alan Myatt. And Sexy Confessions of a Window Cleaner (laughs) as Adrian Wood. I assume he's seeing some sexy stuff in through the windows as he's cleaning them. So... That's some of his softcore pornography books. There's the selection you get here. Um, They're all sexy secrets and sexy confessions. And I imagine they're quite sexy. So, I mean, if you want to go check those out, then maybe you should. I don't really have much interest in... Well, I'll read the crabs ones for sure. Because crabs crabs and the rampage, of course, I want to know about that. I'm trying to see if I can find any more of his... um. The, the I just have to say though the covers of these books are amazing he has bats out of hell he has locusts he has satan's snowdrop 
these are all amazing covers sorry i'm doing that again yesterday i looked at pictures on my phone this time i'm looking at um covers of my phone google guy n smith check out his books i suppose i imagine they're quite interesting uh and there's a lot of sexy confessions <laughs> within those pages very sexy confessions i will never write a sexy confessions book i like to keep my personal life personal and my public life personal as well i suppose because i can't not reveal too much about myself that was one thing i noticed about the podcast yesterday i was like i hope people this it seemed like it was kind of personal but i don't know it didn't feel like it was while i was recording until i listened back to it but i felt like i had a good flow definitely a better flow than today's episode but thankfully i'll be doing episodes literally every single day so as a some episodes are going to be better than other ones and maybe i'll have guests on it's international podcast day so thank you for listening today sorry for marking today with such a fragmented episode but i have things to do so i just had to record this quickly and as i said they're more like voice notes than they are podcasts i really appreciate that everyone's sticking with me and believing in me uh make a podcast that might make you that you might enjoy as i said i will not be sharing these after today on any of my social channels so i'd appreciate it if you could uh just subscribe and if you can't subscribe where you're trying to subscribe then i'll um i'll add it if you just let me know where you've been trying to subscribe so you're gonna have to put in a bit of work yourself but I'm going to put in the work of keep making them. I promise you that. Today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Lock Burger. Uh, it's near my house. I've been going there to get burgers. And I had a really nice one there the other day. See, I feel like the Lock Burger does a better job of what it tr- it's trying to do than the Lock Bar does of its food. And that's nothing against the food of Lock Bar. It's fine. Uh, I just prefer Lock Burger. I just think it has a better thing going on. So I might bring in this podcast to them and see if they'll uh, give me free burger for sponsoring the episode. Or maybe they might. I'll just ask them for money. Actually, I could do with the money a bit more. As I said yesterday, I'm going over to my friend Mac's house for jackfruit. And I'm really looking forward to it. So I'm going to do that. And then it's Brian Healy's birthday. Happy birthday, Brian Healy. And they're all going for points or something. Maybe I'll bump into them. But maybe I won't. Who knows. Thank you again for listening. Today's episode is a bit shorter than yesterday's. And I'll have another one tomorrow. Bye.